So if you're tuning in for today, today's theme of the question is three reasons why you can't stick to your exercise program. Now, for those of you who don't know me, obviously my name is Sean, and you're probably thinking, why is he wearing all this gear? Well, first of all, I am actually doing a podcast as well. I wanted to podcast this. So for those of you who are listening later on, you can also listen to this onto our podcast and Apple Podcasts. That's Momentum Active Podcast, as well as Instagram Live. You can see me with my headphones and also my microphone too but guess what i have all this gear and i have absolutely no idea if this is working so anyway i wanted to help you guys out in the meantime in the last week i set up a free facebook group for everyone and i've been asking some questions about how can i help you i want to give you quick little wins and solutions to solve your problems and the first one that i had was hey sean i just can't stick to my exercise program So as I do, I love to study these things. I love to make sure I come very prepared, not just rambling on. So if you see me look over to my left, I'm actually looking at my notes on my computer, but I'm here to help you out. So you're someone who wants to get fit. You're someone who wants to get strong. Maybe you just started off and you just can't seem to stick to your exercise program. Now, don't worry. I'm the exact same too. I have a lot of things where I want to try and, you know, build my business, I want to learn how to cook, I want to learn how to podcast, I want to learn how to make videos, I want to learn how to be a good photographer, but I just don't have time for it. But the same thing applies to those people who want to be able to get fitter, stronger, lose weight, and also just feel more confident. I've been in that exact same situation as yourself. So without any more of that, I don't want you to feel like you failed because there's no such thing as failure. It's a matter of how you perceive this experience for you to be able to feel more complete. So without any more delay, I've got three quick solutions and three reasons why, honestly, you are not able to stick to your exercise program. Hi, everyone who's joining me on Instagram Live and also on Facebook. If you have any questions, feel free to obviously ask them to me, and I'll be happy to elaborate as much as I can with my experience. So let's go straight into point number one. Point number one, why you cannot stick to your exercise program is because you actually don't know what's required. Now, the first thing is, where do you want to go? And this will tie into also point number three. So if you stick around, I'll go through this, and this will all make sense. But point number one is making sure that you know what's required. I'll get a lot of people who say to me, hey, Sean, I just want to be able to train just like you. And I've had that in the past. I used to work at a gym in Perth, and who doesn't know anything about Perth? I used to work at Next Gen Kings Park, which is one of these bigger gyms in the nice areas. And I had a guy who goes, hey, look, I just want to build muscle. And he looked at me and he goes, I kind of want to be like you. I'm like, that's awesome. Thank you. That's a compliment. But also saying that you won't have the time for what I do because our schedules are completely different. And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, I train for three hours, four days per week. And he goes, how do you fit time for that? I goes, I make time for that. But our lifestyles are completely different. He goes, what are you training for? Are you training just to look good and build muscle? And I said, no, I'm not. I'm actually training because at the time I was competing in powerlifting. Now, for those of you who don't know what powerlifting is, it's a squat bench deadlift. And essentially what you're trying to do is put on as much weight on the bar and move it as efficiently as possible. Now, he didn't know that, but he was curious. And he said, oh, I'd love to be able to start that. And I was like, we can do that, but it takes time. You have to learn. And he goes, no, no, I don't have time for that. I've got half an hour on a Monday. I've got half an hour on a Tuesday. And I had to do spin cycles twice per week. I said, well, this may not be something that we can do for you. And he said to me, well, what's the best way to make sure we can build muscle? Now, powerlifting, for those of you who do know about it or participate in it, it's a great way to build muscle, but it is definitely not the most efficient way. 
because you're going so much weight it does take time it's a strength-based sport and just to break it down for you who don't know there are three types of energy systems this energy system uses the pcr system that's phosphate creatine this one takes the longest time for you to recover for you to be able to do whatever movement you need to do in the most efficient way so there's about six to seven minutes without any more science-based talk he was going to me okay all right maybe i just don't know what's required we sat him down and go let's have a look at what your timing is what you need to do and how we can avoid this mishaps he was saying that at work alcohol was a very big story and how it was a good way to bond with his other people in his industry now i don't know much about the corporate world but this could be a big thing for everyone I've been working in the gym scene since I was 18, so alcohol, not a very big thing unless it's a Christmas party, but saying that we don't have after-work drinks on a Friday when you work in the city. So we want to make sure we understand what's happening here. So if you're unaware what's required, there's many reasons why. And the first thing is misinformation. There's a lot of misinformation and there's a lot of free information out there. So you go into, you know, your news agency, if that's still a thing, you look at the magazines and you go, wow, they did that in six weeks or 12 weeks? No, that is definitely not the situation most times in most cases. Just to let you guys know as well, for people who are looking at magazines still, a lot of them are actual fitness models. They don't just do it in 12 weeks. They have to be doing it for like 12 years and they actually look good for the photo shoot itself. So after that, they start thinking about all their friends who start doing things. And this is where misinformation starts to lead because here's the biggest thing. A lot of people tend to think about, oh, if I do this and I do that, I get this. Unfortunately, we are all not quite like machines. We're not point A, point B equals outcome C. It's a matter of knowing about each person's, first of all, physiological, emotional, and also saying that lifestyle, and also everything in between as well. Nutrition is a very big one as well. So we need to know so many things that need to take on what you need be. That made no sense. We need to make sure we understand all these factors about you so that we can get the good outcome that you'd so much desire. Now, here's a big one as well. It takes a lot of time. I read a really good Twitter quote, and it was a matter of saying, if you ever ask one person who has ever mastered or is an expert in a certain field, they'll never say that it was a quick fix. There was no quick fix to it. It takes time, and it takes a lot of mistakes, and it takes a lot of time and patience once again. So there we are. Number two, why you cannot stick into your exercise program. You physically don't have the time. So that ties into, obviously, my example from number one. I'm not going to elaborate that on too much. But it's once again, when, for those of you who don't know, I was a powerlifting competitor, I'll say. I used to coach it as well. And workouts did take somewhere between one to three hours. That's because based on the actual outcome of the sport and what you wanted to achieve, you needed to take the time to move that weight and rest long periods of it. So when I started transitioning from a business owner, sorry, when I started transitioning from you know, a student to becoming a business owner, I found that the hardest thing was actually finding time to exercise because I wanted to get three hours of a workout in, but I started my work at 4.30 in the morning and then I did my three-hour workout and then I had a night shift again. Now, I didn't have much else going in my life, so for me, it was very, very lucky that I could exercise for three hours in the afternoon. But when I started asking myself, how can I start spending more time at home, spending more time with my wife, and also starting to you know, work on other aspects of my life too? And the unfortunate thing is, I do have to give up time to exercise. 
not everyone needs three hours to train per day. Wasn't going for the Olympics, everybody. So then I started trying to fit in these workouts to get faster and faster and faster and it physically just would not fit. This is where we need to make sure we understand what we need to do. So you may not be training for three hours, but everyone does have the same amount of time to be able to exercise. So if you're someone who, say, wants to do a good workout with barbells, you can probably get something more effectively done in 30 minutes as opposed to trying to cram it in in, say, one hour. If you only have 45 minutes free, maybe only aim for a 20 to 30 minute exercise program. We don't want to be that person who tries and cram like a square block into a circle hole. It's never going to fit. So you need to make sure that you know what you have prepared for yourself. So if you only have a certain amount of time, try and fit at that time to work for you. Don't go the other way around. I always tell people, and this is the easiest thing here. So here's a quick little fix for you guys. If you're working Monday to Friday and you want to train three times per week, the best time to probably exercise for yourself is going to be Saturday and Sunday if you're really motivated. And hello to you too, Steve, on Instagram Live. And also maybe one day during the week. The way I think about this is Saturday and Sunday, you have no work. You should have more energy and you have more time to prioritize what you enjoy. Easy for those people who actually enjoy training. Now, for those of you who don't like training, this is why I don't recommend you train on Monday to Friday. Your work is already busy, you're already tired, you're already unmotivated, and then you set yourself up for failure. Rule number one for everything is to show up. But if you find it really hard, you'll find it difficult to be able to get this quick win in. Also, hello to you, Shajana. I hope you're going very well. So make sure you understand what you need to do. Now, we could go into the whole science-based thing of, hey, HIIT training is not always the best long-term and you know, circuit training is not very effective because you can't get good form and technique. We're not talking about that tonight. I think that's a discussion for another time. It's better to get something done rather than nothing. And this is where we always say, you know, perfection kills productivity. So remember that one, okay? Make sure you get something done. Speaking of which, I just ate dinner. I'm doing this podcast for you guys. I'm going to go train afterwards and you can watch me do that. The last tip of why you can't stick to your exercise program. The reason why you can't stick to your last, the last reason why you can't stick to your exercise program, sorry, is because you haven't found your why goal. Now, I think everybody has a goal. Most people, I've only met maybe five people in the last, I don't know, five years who have said, I have no goals. Everybody has a goal. But when everyone wants to talk about their goal, it's probably on the surface level. Now, I've done, I've been a personal trainer since I was 21. So that was what, 2000 and, I'm going to say 2012. So it's almost 10 years now. And the reason why most people come and tell me why they want to exercise is because I want to get fit. Now, if you guys are actually watching this, I want you to answer that question. What does get fit mean? Because I can guarantee you that it will be different across the board for most people. For myself, if someone said, I want to get fit, to me, that really just sounds like you want to run five kilometers. Sounds horrible. I'm not a running coach, but good on you. But really what they mean is, hey, I want to be able to put on my favorite jeans. I want to be able to feel good in a singlet. I want to be able to maybe even feel good with my shirt off. 
Stephen says he wants to squat 300 kilometers. Good on you, Stephen. <laughs> so getting fit is different across the board. I'm sure Bob down the road, Steve, doesn't want to squat 300 kilos. So now we want to know what your goals are. So if you don't know what your goals are, this is the tip that I'm going to help you with. The first thing I'm going to say to you is, what is your goal? And if it first is to get fit, the next question I'll say is, what does that feel like? For someone that may be a little bit more underweight, they might say, I want to fit my shirts. I want to be able to feel strong. I want to be able to put on some pants that doesn't feel like it's going to fall off and have to wear a belt. For someone who's on the other side, maybe want to lose weight, they may say, I would like to feel slimmer. I would like to be able to wear a shirt that is a different size from 9XL to 5XL, 2XL to XL, L to medium. For someone else, it could be their dress size. So this is where the difference is. So what does it feel like to you? Now, if you were to ask me that goal, I'd say I would actually like to be able to fit a large shirt quite comfortably without thinking that it's wearing me. I hate wearing baggy shirts. I like shirts to be worn as opposed to shirt wearing me. Once again, not the same across the board for every single person out there. The next thing is I'd ask is, what does it look like? Does it look like someone who wants to wear a six, have a six pack? Not all people do. Does it look like you have big shoulders? Once again, not everyone wants to. Does it look like you have big legs and you just want to be able to have massive quads? Great. That could be what it feels like. For, for another person as an open interpretation, that could be like, I want to go to the gym and not have to think about what other people are thinking about me in the sense of I don't want to be able to go to the gym and people go, does this guy know what he's doing? I just want to feel confident under the barbell with a squat rack and just do my workout like everyone else seems like they're doing. So that's what I mean by everyone has different goals. Now, those are the, just the surface level goals. You want to be able to do all these things. You want to be able to work out. You want to be able to wear your clothes comfortably. But now we want to go, why? There is a deeper reason why everybody wants to do these things. So now I'm going to share with you something about myself. Stay and um, I'll, I'll show you. So when I was a lot younger, when I was 16, 17, 18, I was always teased a lot about being skinny. Now, it wasn't like dramatic stuff, but it was enough to go, hey, look, I kind of think I am skinny. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. When someone starts telling you what you are, it is what it is. For those of you who don't know what self-fulfilling prophecy is, long story short, there was a computer fault and glitch in the UK once, and they said all the smart kids were smart, not smart, and all the smart kids, or the sorry, less than smart kids, were actually very smart. And what happened was they didn't tell the kids this. The teachers weren't told either. And a self-fulfilling prophecy, these kids knew that the well, they didn't know that the machine was broken. And then the teachers started perceiving them differently. The students started being perceived differently. And the students um, started believing that they were actually smart or dumb. Anyway, and the results were they all got smarter. So self-fulfilling prophecy, I thought myself was being skinny. And um, I said to myself, look, when I start getting some money, I'm going to train because I want to feel good. And so hell, I did. <laughs> so when I was 17 and I was 18, I actually got my first paycheck from good old Hungry Jacks. And that's Burger King for those of you in the US. And I remember it was a whopping $400. And I said, that's it. I'm doing two things. I'm signing for my iPhone 4. And I signed my iPhone 4 as soon as I turned 18. And I spent $357 straight away on my, my membership, which was 24-7, which is brand new back in the day when I was 18. 
And I said to myself, I'm going to go to the gym all the time because I remember that price because it was almost a dollar per day. And I said, that is worth it. Absolutely worth it. And I said to myself, I want to be different. I don't want to be the skinny kid that I have been all my life. And it was a bit of a, it was kind of a, I guess, a life-breaking decision, but I never turned back on that one. So my why goal really wasn't because I wanted to be, I wanted to build muscle, but my why goal was because I wanted to feel more comfortable in my own skin. Now, ask me again when I was 21, my why goal because why I trained and went to the gym was because I always wanted to do bodybuilding. I thought it was the shit, mind my language. But back in those days when you're doing research, everything was bodybuilding.com and muscle mags. So I know I followed that way and I did bodybuilding. Now, I did that for myself because I actually wanted to be, you know, someone that everyone can look at and be like, wow, this guy is skinny. Now he's doing bodybuilding. I wanted to be the, you know, the inspiration guy. Well, it wasn't. And after that, then I started doing powerlifting. Now, why did I do powerlifting after bodybuilding? Well, first of all, it felt me, made me feel good. Nothing to do with anyone else. It made me feel good. When I was growing up and I was playing basketball, I loved that sport because of the sense of camaraderie and the sense of being able to train. Then I started going to powerlifting because a few of my friends were starting to do it and then it made me feel good. So me going to the gym on a Friday night seemed absolutely normal because I got to hang out with my friends. So my why goal was to actually hang out with my friends. Then after that, I started to do Olympic weightlifting. Now the reason why I actually take, took up Olympic weightlifting was twofold. I did it because I knew that my body has an expiry date. I know that if I don't start doing things now, I don't know if I'll be able to do it later on, which is why I do a lot of things I do now. So Olympic weightlifting, for those of you who don't know, well, the Olympics are on right now. You can search it up. It's weightlifting. It's awesome. And the second reason why I did it is because I wanted to put myself in the same position as the clients that I was seeing at the time. So I was working at a global gym and I was seeing a lot of beginners. I tend to attract a lot of beginners. Apparently, it's the thing that I do. And I started to lose perception of what they were going through when they started joining the gym. So I took up Olympic weightlifting. And at that time, I had been at the gym for like eight years of my life. And I was still very, very much new to this whole new thing with the same tool that I've been using for the last eight years. Got a coach, started learning it. And then I go, all right, I can only get so good by seeing my coach. And my why goal at the time was to make sure I could learn and just remember what it felt like to be in the same shoes as my clients. So I went to the gym, at the gym that I'd been training at for five years at that point in time, and I was still shy to pick up that barbell and practice something because I looked like an absolute noob. Then I started changing my mindset and going, if I want to get better at this, I have to practice, but I will thank myself in four years' time. So those are my three why goals, okay? Ultimately, it will change. But you need to find out what your why goal is. Is it because you want to be able to feel good? Is it because you want to be able to find a partner? Is it because you want to be able to be, you know, inspire your kids or motivate your kids or motivate your partner, wherever it might be? You have to find out what your why goal is and you have to be very real with yourself because you don't have to shout out to the world like I'm doing right now, whoever is listening. But you do need to understand what your why goal is. So those are my three little tips for you for why you can't stick to your fitness routine. Number one is because you aren't aware of what's required. You're not sure what you need to do to get down that path. You wouldn't buy a guitar, well, you could buy a guitar, should I say, 
and you could just teach yourself, but you probably would get twice as fast and twice and far, twice as far if you had a guitar teacher to help you avoid any mistakes that you just don't know. Number two, you just don't have the time. And you're trying to fit a 45 minute workout when you only have 15 minutes. You're trying to work, you know, you're trying to fit out a three hour workout to a 45 minute time slot that you have. You need to make sure you understand your lifestyle and your timetable. Number three is find your why goal. And like I said, if you don't know what your why goal is, then you need to sit down and ask yourself. Because if you don't have a reason why you're doing this, then you may not have any reason to get out of bed to start exercising. It's not that hard to be able to find out what you need to do. You just need to sit down and be honest with yourself. But every single time that I find myself troubling to get training or get exercising and I could watch TV or eat more ice cream instead, my why goal ultimately now at this point in time is to look after my health because now I'm turning you know, closer towards the 30 age. I'm starting to meet people around my age where they're having you know, adverse health effects and I know I just don't want to go down that path. So me investing that time where I can work out for 45 minutes, I'll thank myself in 10 years time for sure. And I told myself when I first started this exercise thing, I can't wait to see what happens when I'm 40. So I got about 11 years more until I'm 40 and I'm excited to see how things go. All right. Thank you so much for um, watching everybody. If you do want to see another Instagram live or if you want to watch this as a podcast, head over to my link on my bio. That's on the Instagram. Or you can head over to my Facebook page and we'll link everything there. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for watching. And I hope you enjoyed this Instagram live or podcast at any point in time during the week. And you want something that I, if you want me to cover anything that you want, feel free to DM me across Facebook, Instagram, email. I don't care. And I'll cover it in the next podcast. Okay. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Have a great night.